Hey everyone, welcome back to another podcast. Thanks so much to everyone who listened to the last one with me and Emer. We've gotten many requests to do another one, so we have many stories to tell. So this episode is going to be on our dating experiences. We're going to do our best dates and our worst ones because I feel like the last one was a bit too negative and probably very intense. So we'll end it out with a nice date too because so we leave it with some hope at the end yeah um so i'm gonna start out with my worst date of all time mine's pretty intense i asked my story yesterday being like what's your worst dating experience um and to be honest like they were all pretty funny and making me laugh but i don't think anyone's topped mine uh it's actually too good to be true to be honest but at least i got a good story out of it as as traumatic as it was and there is a high possibility that he will listen to this. So I just want to say, if you are listening to this and you're offended by anything I say, I still think you're a good person. And we could definitely be, we could definitely, we could definitely be friends because I know I will probably see him at some point again. So if you do listen to this, just know that I still think you're a good person. I just, I don't think I would do it again. I don't think I'd do the date again. That's all. And maybe you were having a bad day. I don't know, but I still think you're a good person. So anyway, I'm going to start. So. I met this guy at a party. We were having an absolute buzz. We ne- we didn't kiss. Or did we kiss? I don't know. But we were flirting all night, like holding hands, cuddling, uh, all that sort of stuff. My friend brought me to the party. I didn't know anyone at it, but I got on really well with everyone. So I was having a buzz. And then when I was leaving, he was like, oh, we should link up this week. And I was like, okay, but I didn't really take it seriously. You know, if someone says that, you don't actually think they're going to pull through. Uh, so then he texted me the next day and he said, oh, I'd love to make you dinner this week. And I was like, oh, yup, I literally have never gotten cooked dinner before, which I said in the last podcast as well. So no one has ever cooked me dinner before. So I was like, oh, absolutely yup. So romantic. And then he was texting me again later on in the day and he was like, oh, I think we should make art, like paint or something. You can bring stuff. And I was thinking to myself, this guy sounds absolutely unbelievable. He sounds perfect for me. And all my friends were saying, Keelan, this is so your buzz. And I was like, I know. Uh, then, so it comes to the day of the date and he texts me being like, I'm going to be a bit late because I have to feed the homeless. Um, I feed the homeless every week. Now, keeping in mind, none of my friends know him and none of my friends have ever met him before. So I don't have anything. And you know, in Ireland, like everyone knows each other. Everyone has a story to back someone up. Oh my God. <coughs> Something's stuck in my throat. Uh, so, you know, if someone's like safe or not, or, you know, if they're a fraud or whatever. So I didn't really have any pre-warnings of what he was actually like, but we do have mutual friends. So I was thinking to myself, oh, like, it'll be fine because he has loads of friends that I'm friends with. So it should be fine. So he's late. Anyway, I go to pick him up from feeding (coughs) feeding the homeless and he's drinking a bottle of red wine straight from the bottle. And I was like, oh, well, this is kind of legendary. Like, he maybe just loves to drink this glass. <laughs> he texts me being like, what wine do you want? So I got a bottle of white. We got to his house anyway. We got the tube. Uh, got into his bedroom. I don't know why I agreed to a first date in someone's house. Because it's such a particular situation where there's no escape. Because if you're in a restaurant, I could say, oh, my housemate's calling me. But like, if you're in someone's house, you're kind of far away. You're in an unfamiliar surroundings and atmosphere. So we got to his house. I'm expecting to be cooked dinner, keeping in mind. And he gets out a plate and starts racking up lines of K. And in my head, I'm like, oh, a little bit of a legend kind of cool but I also don't do K because I'm notorious for just getting into a K hole straight away uh little disclaimer this is purely for entertainment purposes nothing I'm saying in this is true in case I get arrested (laughs) in case I get incarcerated for saying that um 
So yeah, I don't do K at all. It wouldn't be my choice. And so he starts doing lines of K and I'm like, oh no, I'm fine. It's grand. And then he asked me, what music do you want to listen to? And I said, oh, I'd love to listen to the Ariana Grande's new album because it makes me feel safe. Yeah. And he thought for some reason it would make me feel at home because that's what me and Emer listened to when we were in the room together. So I thought it would make me feel a bit safer because I was getting a bit <laughs> uneasy. <laughs> and then, um, so then we were listening to Ariana Grande and then he starts telling me the story of the first time that he tried heroin. And it went on for about half an hour. He was going in depth about the bliss of like heroin, the positives. And uh, he didn't really have anything bad to say about it. So I was thinking in my head, okay, yeah, another bit of a red flag there as well. But I, I, I give him the benefit of the doubt. He's a bit older than me. Maybe it's like a normal thing in London that people do heroin. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. So... Uh, yeah, I'm texting Emer during this time and she was convinced that I was going to stay the night. So she was like, oh, you're, you're obviously going to stay. But I kept texting her being like, please stay awake to get the door because I don't have a key. She's like, okay, okay. So it must be going bad. Um, so as the night goes on, he's like, are you hungry? And I said, well, yeah, I thought you were going to cook me dinner. <laughs> so we ordered sushi and I'm like half a bottle of wine in at this stage. And out of nervousness, we put on a, we put on a movie anyway, but we out of nervousness, I started explaining to him like about colonialism and the IRA and Bobby Sands because it was like <laughs> just my go to Irish patriotism. Like this is what I'll talk about. Let's talk about something with passion to just distract myself. I think, and I'm getting drunker and drunker because I haven't eaten. I think I only had breakfast that day, and then I started taking like drinking loads of wine because I was nervous. And then eventually, I started saying yes to the K because I felt uncomfortable that he was doing so much and I just wasn't. So I started doing K then, and because I have like zero tolerance for it, I was like slipping into a K hole, and we kept sl- switching movies because we get bored. So then we put on Requiem for a Dream, which is obviously the worst choice of all time if he was just talking about doing heroin, because if you've seen it, it is a movie about heroin addicts. And it's one of my favorite movies, though, anyway. So for some reason, I was like, oh, I'll watch something that I'm familiar with because it might make me feel more comfortable. But then because I was so caged, I thought I was in the movie. So I was watching the movie thinking I was Jared, Jared Leto's girlfriend. And I was thinking to myself, oh, my God, I'm going to have to have sex at randomers to fuel our heroin addiction. And we were still cuddling and kissing the odd time, but I was like immensely uncomfortable. And then <laughs> I started talking like, and I was just, I, I had motor mouth at this stage, so I just couldn't stop talking. So I was talking about my parents' divorce and usually you bond with people, you know, off your like parents' uh, bad relationship. So he was talking about his parents' bad relationship. And then at one point I went to the bathroom and because I was so, in, like the movie was so intense at this stage, it, it got to the part where the mom is having a uh, mental breakdown you know she's having an episode and she's in hospital so I was very overwhelmed and I thought okay I have to escape and go to the bathroom and during this time as well I was getting texts off this guy who I'm undeniably like obsessed with and I was so fucked in the bathroom I genuinely was going to call him the guy also doesn't like me back by the way but I was genuinely going to call him to come pick me up and I was like no 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 that's a bad idea so I was thinking of what my options were up in the bathroom I was thinking okay maybe I can call Kev maybe I'll call Emer and then I looked at myself in the mirror and I was like fucking suck it up Keelan it's absolutely fine you'll be grand so I went back down to the ba- the, to the bedroom to finish the movie and then we're still talking about our parents divorces and all that sort of shit and family trauma and fucking you know the usual and then he tells me a story of when his dad had bought him two sex workers to have a threesome so uh yeah after that I the the alarm bells were going off and I 
had to make an escape plan, but we were still, and I, but I thought, okay, I'll just finish the movie and that's it. And then I'm outie. So it's about 1am at this stage and then he falls asleep on me and like he's, he's, he's asleep on my stomach and I'm watching the movie I have no one to react to and then I can't talk to distract myself from the movie. Keeping in mind, I still think that I'm a part of the plot and I'm a character in the film. So I'm watching it absolutely freaking out, like hyperventilating and sweating. Um, uh, so then eventually the movie's over and I try to wake him up and he was like, oh no, it's not over yet. And I was thinking like, is there another scene after the credits? Like, I've never seen this before. And he's still asleep, but I just realised he just said that as he was half asleep. Um, so anyway, I was like jolting my stomach to try to wake him up, like pretending I was twitching so that he'd wake up. Um, so then eventually, yeah, he got up and I was like, I, I got my jacket on. Um, and he was like, oh, we should meet up again this week. And I was like, yeah, yeah, of course. Oh yeah, absolutely. No problem. Got in the Uber, called Emer straight away, told her the whole story. Then as soon as I got back to the house, I burst in the door and just started bawling, crying. Screaming, crying. Scre- screaming, crying. No, and I opened the door, okay, and I knew she was really upset. So, like, the thing was, she didn't even wait to, you know, she was on the way home, so she didn't even wait to tell me when she got home. She rings me in the taxi, and I'm, what was going through my head was, the taxi man's probably hearing this conversation, <laughs> being like, what the hell? She rings me, and she goes, he's a heroin addict. And I was like, wait, what? I, and then I got, like, a hot flush. I thought that he was going to, like, try and make her do hair or something so I was like Keelan Keelan calm down to explain everything and she was like I, I, I wanted to stay to help him but like I had to leave and I was like Keelan you don't have to help any heroin addict get your ass home now so I opened the door and then she just screams bear in mind it's like have one in the morning we have housemates and she goes I went on a day with a heroin addict and I was like oh my god meanwhile she's swirling I, her eyes are at the back of her head and her hair it looks like she's just been electrocuted <laughs> melting face oh, oh. melting face while bawling crying so I'm holding her in the hall and I'm like right get up the stairs now I was like a ma'am get up the stairs now and we'll get takeaway okay and um, yeah and then she what, what you literally continued to text him as well yeah because I was convinced because I watched the movie and I was in a K-hole I was convinced that we were in a two a two year long relationship, so I was thinking in my head, oh my god, I have to fix him and look after him. He's obviously troubled, <laughs> the poor guy. But then I was thinking, wait a minute, I have no idea who this guy is, and I continued to text him for the, for the next few days, um, and then the last time he texted me. He wanted me to be on his podcast. He asked me to be on his podcast. And I just thought, that's the last straw. I can't do that. Imagine a second date. And they're like, I want to interview, interview you for my podcast. So, uh, yeah, I have loads of unopened messages from him. So do I, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I have an unopened um, message from him, too. Yeah, so oh, I was pretty freaky, to be honest. I Yeah. So if you're listening to this... It wasn't my buzz, but maybe some other... I'd say you're perfect for some other girl. But he is, like, poly, polyamorous, so I don't think he was expecting it to go serious with me anyway. I mean, I just don't understand. Like, the whole falling asleep thing really got me, because I was like, <laughs> you don't know this person, and they're in your calf on a inverted commas, date, and you fall asleep on them. Oh, my God. Like, I'd be oh. so embarrassed. But, like, if you think about it, Okay, if you saw someone drinking a bottle of wine, like we all drink cans and beer outside, but like someone you don't know and you're just about to go meet them for a date and they're sculling a bottle of red wine. (laughs) Man, red flags, red (laughs) flags. 
legs. Then again, I probably would have been like fucking legend. Yeah. That's <laughs> it, I think. Because, <laughs> like, we're not necessarily saints. Like, we would be session moths. Oh, completely. So yeah. it would be normal for us to go on a date with a guy and for them to be like, let's get fucked up together. I wouldn't be opposed to that. Yeah. Most of my dates were like drinking and get drunk. But it was just so intense. The whole thing, every part of the date was just so intense. Oh, so funny though. And every story was like, okay, I don't know what to make with this information or how to react to this anymore. There was actually times in the date where he would say something and I wouldn't even know what to say to reply. So I just laugh out of nervousness. Oh my God. I just be like, uh, and just drink more wine. So I had drank a whole bottle of wine, which I don't usually drink. And it was in such a short amount of time as well. And we, yeah, so not the, not the best day, to be honest. Um, I think that's one of the most iconic date stories. I have, I like, I don't really go on dates. See, this is the thing. So but I, I wouldn't class that as a date either. No, that's, that's going to someone's house. Yeah. I don't, uh, how do we like, uh, what's the word? Differentiate? Differentiate. Between but no dates. one really goes on dates anymore. Like yeah. the past few inverted commas dates I've been on, we've been like drinking cans in a park and then go to each other's houses. Yeah. You know? I mean, that's still a date in some way because you're meeting up with them one-on-one and you're spending time with them. But, like, I don't, like... I mean, I think I've only been on, like, three dates, dates, where it's, like, you go and you meet them outside somewhere to have a drink and you go inside and it's that awkward, like oh, I'm ordering a pint now. Okay, me too. And then yeah. the, the woman comes or the man comes with the card machine and you're like, nah. <laughs> like, I went I went for a drink with someone last night. It was fine. It was absolutely fine. But like, this is, it's why I don't do dates, basically. Yeah. But like, I have like funny date stories, but nothing compared to the heroin story. I mean, I went on a <laughs> date with someone, okay? And I'm like, not obviously if this person listens as well because it's very hard to forget if you you had done this in front of someone. Like, I think you're great or whatever, just not my cup of tea. But basically, like, I like was drinking with this person, like, we were getting along well and stuff like that. But I don't know, like, he kissed me and farted on me. <laughs> twice! Twice! He farted on you twice! He farted on me twice. <laughs> and the thing was, like, I, for some reason... Uh, like guys always find it okay to fart around me which is cool i mean maybe i give off the vibes of like i don't really give a fuck but man not on a first date please don't fart on me and then go that happens sometimes <laughs> That's so- you, you're actually cursed with no the fart. i'm cursed with the farts many people fart around me and on me but like this was like a whole new level and it was like what we were sitting on it like turned into like an earthquake so it was like an earthquake force <laughs> while I was sitting there like fully vibrated vibrated like I literally vibrated from the force and I was like oh my god I'm so cursed it's like something that I like I don't know maybe as I said maybe I give out a vibe it's like oh yeah fart around me go for it but like i've never had like a like severely bad bad date like my my best date that i've ever been on i don't even think it was a date like now we talk about it i don't actually think it was a date yeah but it was meeting up with someone for the first time and it was actually around the first lockdown so like everything was closed like there wasn't really well like it was just before everything was like getting shut down i think we were waiting like three days and then it was going to full lockdown but the person like drove out to me and I hadn't met them before. Like it was like I knew friends of friends. And that's another thing as well. I've only been on like two dates where 
I haven't known the person at all. Majority of the people that I meet up with, I know them through friends. But like, I think the best date like I've ever been on was the most simple date. We didn't even drink. We oh. literally, no, we didn't drink. Love that. Not once. We didn't drink because um, he was driving. And we got into the car. We went for a walk on the pier, which was so nice. That's lovely. But it was a bit of an awkward, like, so. Uh, and then, you know, when you're walking on the pier back home in Dublin, it's like you see the whole world and its mother. Oh, and yeah. you bump into people that they know. And then, then, like, it's a first date. And you're like, they're like, oh, hey. And it's like, oh, hi, this is blah, blah, blah. This and is it's my like, friend. Yeah, this is my friend. But yeah, we went on a, we went, had a nice little walk on the pier and then we ended up like getting along so well that like we drove around until like half four in the morning. That sounds so nice. It was, and then we like pulled up at like the seafront and like, do you know when you you didn't want the date to end? Mm. Like I was sitting in the car and I was like, oh my God, it's half four in the morning. My mom's going to be like, where the hell are you? Because it was like just before we were about to go into like lock, lockdown. So like obviously everyone, like the first lockdown, I'm sure everyone's moms and dads were going crazy about Corona. I think the second lockdown, people were a bit more chilled with it. But like my mom was like, like, where are you? And I came home and uh, you know, it's actually really romantic as well. (laughs) I wrote, um, because I really get confused between my number and my mommy's number. <laughs> so he asked me for my number and I I wrote my, my mom's number on his hand. <laughs> I think, I'm pretty sure it was my mom's number. If it, if it wasn't, because uh, I said it to him when he got out of the car, my phone must have been out of battery or something because I wrote it on his hand. And I remember I was like waiting for a text being like, oh my God, if my mom gets a text at half four in the morning being like, it was nice to meet you, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. But he texted me being like, oh yeah, it was nice to meet you. I was hoping this was going to be your mom's number. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. But that's happened to me plenty of times where not just with boys, with anyone, I'll give them my mom's number. And people are like, you yeah, just- you've given me your mom's number before. <laughs> I'm so dyslexic. It's not okay. How do I not know my own number? <laughs> But, like, yeah, other than that, like, bad dates. Like, I went on a date with a guy before, and, like, he was... Turns out he actually had a sex addiction. You um, also attract people with sex addictions. Sex addictions, I attract, like, like sociopaths and people who fart. Like, yeah. there's no <clears throat> difference. Like I, like, I don't know what it is about me, but, like, he... It came out that he had, like, a sex addiction, okay? <laughs> but he was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to bring you to... Uh, I'm going to bring you to, like, a really nice restaurant, blah, blah. Because he was making it up to me for... Basically, I found out that he was trying to see my best friend when he was seeing me. Shocker. Happens to me all the time also. <laughs> uh, so that, that didn't really phase me. I was like, okay, fine, I'll give you another chance. So we were like, okay, let's go, uh, like, on a nice date. So there was me, like, I shaved my legs, I put tan on, I put a dress on. And he was an hour late to collect me, bear in mind. So we get there and like, it was just the most uncomfortable thing. So we get to this like Thai restaurant. I don't really like Thai food, but like, fuck it, I'll eat it. And I was starving as well. And I also had a few points before I went because I was a little bit nervous. So, and, but like, I was like, I was kind of seeing him. But anyway, uh, we get to, we get to the restaurant and like, he was driving this like big, like big Jeep. So he pulls in. That was fine. We like got a parking space right outside the restaurant. We go into the restaurant and he doesn't drink, which is fine. That's so fine. But like, so like, you know, if you order a glass of wine or like a pint or something, you kind of want to take your time when you're eating and you don't want it to be rushed. So he eats his food within one, like literally like inhales it. So I was still like halfway eating wine. So I had like a full glass of wine. He inhales his food and was like, okay, do you want to go? 
And I was like, uh, um, uh, okay, I'm not messing. We weren't in the restaurant for longer than, I'd say, 45 minutes to an hour. Oh, my God. But we get outside and we get into the car and his car was clamped. <laughs> his car was clamped. And you know when I, I personally find it really awkward and cringy when people get angry yeah, do you same. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. When, like, say, or, like, have road rage and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, like, really awkward. So there he is, like, basically screaming, being like, for fuck's sake, oh, my God. And I'm sitting there, like, oh, my God, what do we do? And then, like, he was, like, giving out, being like, oh, my God, I'm going to have to pay this amount of money and this, that, and the other. And then I got really awkward, and I was like, do, do you want me to, like, half it with you? Or, like, why are you, why are you giving out to me about the money situation? Mm. So then we had to wait in the car for, like, an hour. For the clampy man oh, to come. Clampy man. The clampy man to come. And then he just dropped me home and it was the most awkward thing in my life. And then he texted me after being like, yeah, like a really good date, blah, blah. I what? was like, oh my God. What? I know. Did you continue to see him after that? No, not really. Like he's insane. So like, not really. But like, uh, there's plenty more stories about him. Like he came to my 21st birthday, right? To like meet the fam. And like, I had been seeing him for a while and he came in and it was like oh my god yeah meet the fam woo and I remember uh one of my friends Molly was like oh my god why is blah 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 at your party and I was like oh I'm seeing him and she was like oh my god we or we've organized a date like I was like oh wait what and she's like really one of my really really close friends but she always travels and stuff like that so like whenever we see each other we catch up and we'll give the whole like um, like the whole goss but I didn't obviously tell her that I was seeing him and she was like oh my god why is he here he's literally texting me <laughs> so I stayed basically in the bathroom for my whole 21st birthday party was so so awkward I missed my birthday cake I missed my birthday song my mommy thought that I went home so I was getting like missed phone calls from everyone and the only person that I answered the phone to was Sam, my best friend Sam. And he was like, where are you? You missed your birthday cake. You missed your birthday song. It's your <laughs> 21st birthday and you're nowhere to be found. And I was just like, what the hell do I do about this? So I played the whole, I didn't say anything on the night. And then I played the whole like, oh yeah, can I just ask you like, are you seeing anyone else? Like, since you've been seeing me, and he goes, only two people. <laughs> <laughs> only two. Only two. And I was like, oh, man. And then uh, I ended things with him, and he arrives at my door, like, maybe a week later, with, like, do you know, like, swimming bags? Like, bags that you'd go, you put your towels in, yeah. and, like, so, like, it was, like, a pink, like, bear swimming bag, and inside it was like a handwritten note being what? like I'm really sorry like blah blah like oh I, I like you're so lovely and stuff like that but also there was like a mini cactus in it and like <laughs> kinder bueno bars and stuff like that it was the most bizarre experience ever and so then like he gave it to me and after like he looked at me and was like so like so like are we gonna continue seeing tomorrow? oh I was my like, god he was like I really done good and I was I really like, done good no! <laughs> obviously not I, I got out of the car I was like absolutely not I'm very sorry and he hounded me and hounded me and I think that's when I went on the date like the dinner date because I was like okay fuck it like I might as well go and yeah. just see what he has to say mm. and then the clamp situation happened but that's probably like I just have the worst luck with guys I'm a bit fragile today she's a bit, fra she's I'm, a bit fragile I'm a bit fragile you don't have the worst luck it's not it's nothing to do with luck 
It's just, it's just the way it is. Yeah, but no one's farted on you. Uh, I know, but I went on a date with someone who did heroin. I know. Like, I know, that's, I know. surely, that, but I think, I'm convinced is because when I went on the date, like, you know, everyone will know if you watch my uh, birthday vlog, I got a Moldavite crystal for my birthday. And, like, anytime I wear it in my pocket for a day, like, something weird always happens. Like, we bumped into Jess the first day I wore it. Um, and, like, London obviously is so big, but also so small. And I'm convinced that the date was so chaotic. It was because I wore the Moldavite crystal in my pocket. I genuinely do. Is that the little black one? Yeah, the little black one. But you always make me hold that. I know, but that's like, because it makes, if you think about stuff, so, but even if you think about stuff that's negative, it comes true. Oh my God. Because that's how powerful it is. Do you think I held that before you fired it on me? Do you think, (gasps) do you think I farted before I went out and I was holding the crystal? Maybe. Maybe that's. Maybe you did a toot. Maybe. You did a big toot. Maybe that's what happened. But like anytime me and Emer have a date here, we always read, like I read our tarot cards. And before I read my tarot cards for that date, I got the devil card. And I still was like, I thought it was about me, Mm. the devil card. (laughs) Obviously not. (laughs) Very bad. I'm trying to think other dates that I've been on <clears throat> that's been like horrific. I went on a date once with this guy. This is the first time that someone's ever texted me and used the word date. Because, you know, usually they're like, oh, do you want to hang out? Do you want to go for a drink? Or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not like no one ever uses the word date. And then um, fucking, yeah, he texted me and, he, and it was like in my message requests. Like, isn't that so cute? Like now Did you I not know him. I I'd met him once or twice, but okay. I, I didn't follow him on Instagram. Um. So anyway, yeah, he texted me being like, "Oh, I'd love." To, this was like two years ago. He's like, "I'd love to go on a date with you sometime," which was like it was literally the sweetest message I think I've ever gotten. Like so, um, I'm gonna, <laughs> it's so embarrassing that I'm like my standards are so low that I'm like this is so nice. Yeah. Anyway, he was like, uh, "Oh, what do you want to do?" Anyway, so we planned to go to the zoo. But we were both coming from really different directions. So we were texting each other and you know that Phoenix Park is obviously fucking huge. Yeah. So it turned out that I was on the other end of Phoenix Park and he was on the others, but it was fucking like lashing raining. Really, really bad. I mean, like it was so rainy that I couldn't take out my phone to like see where he was. Oh. So I stood under a bus shelter and then I was like, fuck it, will we just go back into town and meet each other for a coffee instead? So we both like went all the way f- to Phoenix Park and then went back into town, met each other for a coffee. And I remember being so cold because we went in like in the smoking area of Starbucks and we both had like two mm-hmm. coffees. But we had like such a good chat. But I think I was like dating three other people at the same time. Legendary. Yeah. How do you do these things? Uh, I don't know. It, it's literally a feast or a famine with me. Like at the moment, I'm taking a vow of celibacy after that bad date. Like I don't, I don't understand wanna... one thing you just said there. Oh, a vow of celibacy is like I don't want to be sexually involved with anyone. Okay. Because I'm just traumatized, <laughs> and I'm actually happy enough just not talking to anyone. Yeah. Because uh, I have people to text, like to tell about my day and stuff. So I don't really need the. I don't know. I just don't need the validation or something. I'm just not in the mood anymore. They're yeah. all fucked. So, yeah, I was dating, like, three people at the time. And this is just before I got with my boyfriend, who then I was with. Um, my last, yeah, basically my last ex. And he kept talking about him. Because he was a D- the guy I was on a date with was also a DJ. And, like, kept talking about the guy I was seeing. The other guy I was seeing, he was also a DJ. And I had to, like, kind of pretend that I didn't know who he was. Oh, and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, he's such a good DJ. Um... I'm friends with him. I met him once or twice, even though I, I had had sex with him. I the think. fucking DJs. Yeah, I know. They all fucking know each other. Uh, so, yeah. And then he he was DJing that night or something. And then I didn't end up going because I was too tired and then never saw him again. 
Yeah, that was the buzz, really. You never saw him again? Uh, well, I saw him again once another time when I was in town. I'd just gotten fired from Urban Outfitters and I saw him in town and I was like bawling, crying. So I just ignored him. I did, oh, like, didn't say no. hi. Um, but that was a sweet, that was a sweet day because like someone made the effort to ask me on one. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I think it takes a lot. It takes so much courage to ask someone on a date, like randomly. I know, it If does. you haven't been texting beforehand. Yeah. I mean, like, I've I've been on, I went on a really horrific date. Like, this isn't even, like, funny. Like, I went on, I went for one, I'm not even messing. I think I had, like, a glass of wine. And by the end of my first glass of wine, I was so uncomfortable. So I basically went on a date with this guy. He was like, do you want to go for a drink tonight? And I was like, yeah, sure. So um, we ended up meeting um, in just this, like, old local pub. And we went there and... We, like, I sat down and I was wearing, like, this, like, satin long, like, black skirt. And, like, we were sitting there and the the way it was laid out, it was like a living room. The, like, the way the, like, place that we were on a date, well, drink for. And I was going to the bathroom and he ends up grabbing my waist. Bear in mind, like, I, like, I wasn't attracted to him. I thought he was sound because I had met him like two nights previous and like we got along quite well, but I didn't know him that well at all. And he grabs my waist and like pulls me onto his lap. And like I was so uncomfortable in it because I was like, okay, like maybe he's just really confident. Then he tries to put his hands up my skirt. And at this stage, I was like, oh my God, this guy is insane. Trying to kiss me and everything. I was like pushing him off me. I was like, what the hell are you doing? So then I went to the toilet and I like did the same thing as Keelan did. Looked in the mirror and was like, no, come on, Emery, you can do this. It's fine. Forget about it. And that's, as I said, my standards and our standards are so low that we shouldn't have to do that. We shouldn't look in the bathroom and go, come on, you can do this. And at the time, I didn't realize how bad actually it was. But then he kept like, yeah, just being so touchy-feely towards me. And I was like resisting it so much. And then um, I finished my glass of wine. I was like, okay, right, I'm getting a taxi home. And he was like, oh, well, like, we live near each other, so we might as well get the same taxi. So I was like, grand. I got in, we got in the taxi, and he was like, oh, yeah, you're staying in mine tonight. You're staying in mine tonight. Come on, you're staying in mine tonight. And I was like so fucking freaked out that I was like, no, 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 I'm not staying in yours tonight. So we get to the traffic lights just before, like, my turn to my house because he would go straight and I would take a left. And I was like to the taxi man, yeah, just take a left here. And he goes, no, 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 don't listen to her. Go, keep going straight. Oh my God, that's horrible. I, that's like, horrible. Oh, and could you imagine the anxiety I was feeling? Like I was like shaking in the back of the car. And he was like, I was like, can you not listen to him? Can you please take a left? And so I took, uh, the taxi man took a left and I go, can you just stop right here? Stopped. I didn't even get halfway home. Stopped, got out of the taxi and literally nearly ran. Rang my friend Sam and was like, boom. Uh-huh. I was like, I can't believe that just happened. That's horrible. Yeah, but I was, it's not that I was quite young. I was like maybe 20. But the more things come out and the more people talk about their experience on like, say you see like the Instagram live videos and stuff like that. Mm. I didn't know how bad that actually was until only like quite recently. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like I obviously t- like putting the hands up the skirt. That's like you, that's absolutely no but I didn't actually realize that that like a lot of girls get in situations like that and they probably don't really tell anyone or they mm-hmm. don't they don't think it's as bad as it was. But like, man, like this was bad. And like I had spoken to some of his friends like only recently I bumped into a few of them um, when I was drinking uh, back in Dublin. And one of them was like and this was like two years ago, bear in mind that this happened. But one of his friends was like, oh, yeah, like I heard you went on a date with blah, blah, blah. And um, he's really embarrassed about it. 
And I was oh, like, because you damaged his ego, poor him, because you wouldn't have yeah. sex with him. Fuck sake. Yeah, That's he was horrible. really embarrassed about it. He thought he was like, he was really, he said he was really drunk and like, it was a really dick move and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, I was like, you know, it's funny. He wasn't really drunk. He was just terrified for the, of the fact that I was going to go around telling everyone what he had done. Yeah. So he told everyone he was really drunk, but he wasn't drunk. We had like one drink and that was it. And still to this day, like, I talk about it, but, like, when I bumped into his friend, it was only recently, it was only a few months ago, before London, and I said it to him, and, like, it was just the fact that he had told all of his friends what he had done, and they were trying to justify it by saying he was so drunk. Oh, that doesn't excuse, it doesn't excuse it anyway. No, ew, never, ew, girls, never put up with stuff like that, or or guys, literally... Suck a punch in the face. Yeah, I wish I had the courage to like do runners. I wish I had dates. the courage to just knock them out. I'd say if someone did <laughs> I would say if someone you should never do violence by the way, but like I'd yeah. say if someone did that to me now, I'd probably just knock them out. Yeah. Yeah. If they tried to put my hand their hands off my skirt. Mm. In like a public area as well. It was just oh my god. That's horrible. It's horrific. It was just like, what the hell? Like, who do you think you are? It's disgusting. But like m- most dates are like I don't really go on dates, but like most date experience I've had has been pretty shit. I'm not <laughs> pretty bad. Pretty bad. Really <laughs> stank. Literally. Oh god. Literally. Oh no. But I went on a really good date before. And it was like like the funniest date I've ever been on because the person that I was going on a date with, like we buzzed really, really well. And like he just got my sense of humor so, That's so the much. Best when they get your sense of humor. Yeah. And we went to this place called the Bernard Shaw, which is closed now. But like we went there and like I loved the Bernard Shaw. I was there all the time. But like, could you imagine on a date? This is what we were doing. We were doing dares. So like we were daring each other to do really weird things to people around <laughs> us while we were quite drunk. So like I dared him at one stage to pick up a smoked, like empty empty a smoked joint that was like in the ashtray in front of us pick it up light it and stand on the table going i smoke weed and he actually did it so i think that was a really really good date that sounds fun no that was a fun date bear in mind he is too much of a wuss to go on another date Uh oh (laughs) he's gonna listen to this as well oh no we know you're listening oh i don't know oh well (laughs) we know you're listening we know you're listening (laughs) it's actually fucked that you don't realize how many because when we're we're recording this i can never picture anyone i know listening no and then even when cherry texts me being like listen to your last podcast i was like wait what yeah yeah, you know what i mean i don't ever expect people we know because i always think that Everyone we know knows these stories. And you know what I found really interesting is the fact that loads of lads listened to the last podcast. Like, I got loads of messages from lads being like, it was nice. Like, I got a lovely one from this guy and he was just like, it was nice to hear a girl's perspective on breakups and stuff. Mm. Because, I mean, obviously we all deal with breakups differently, but like... You never really think... I've never really thought about how guys deal with breakups. I've only thought about how girls deal with breakups because mm. I am a girl sometimes. Yeah. But, like... I think I'm a girl. I think I'm a girl sometimes. <laughs> but, like, it's it's interesting because, as well, like, people would put up, like, you know, say, Instagrams, girls especially, Instagrams, like, my ex is going to see this. I'm going to look so smoking hot and he's going to see this. But, like, you wonder, do guys do that as well? Like, do guys... <laughs> do they put up hot pics? Do they, like, do they do things to like boys definitely if you're seeing them or whatever if you're not seeing they won't certain guys won't like your photos if you've had something to do with them yeah what's that about what is that about? what's that about 
I know from my in my experience, my ex just pretend that you don't they that I don't exist or like that they don't care that we broke up, even though they obviously do because I've spoken on the phone to them. Yeah, but they just like put up stories as if they're the happiest ever, even yeah. though they're like calling me crying. You know, Do you know that meme that went around, and I still think it still goes around, and it's like a it's like a um it goes within the first few months of the breakup, and it's like a guy like surrounded by loads of things and it's like a guy partying yeah and it's like a girl sitting in a field crying yeah and then the next one it's like um carry on a year later and it's like this girl like running through the field really happy and then it's the guy sitting with his hands like in his in his his head in his hands Mm. sorry i think they there was um yeah there's a psychological they did tests on this and in comparison to like females and males uh yeah uh, what's it called like getting over breakups mm. and I think it takes men longer to get over it but women feel it more deeply but like in a shorter amount of time yeah so say like it takes a guy eight months to get over a breakup but really? like they're keeping it to themselves but a girl it'll take her three months but she'll she'll be crying and like checking you know be really upset about it mm. but guys just hold on to the numb pain for much longer yeah that's interesting because like uh, when that your man sent that to me I was just like I'd love to see how a guy deals up, deals with the breakup mm. if they've been broken up with yeah. or, or if they've broken up with the person. Yeah. Do they still feel sad? Do they still feel that like, I don't know, like do they still look back on it and they're like, oh, like I'm actually really sad about that even though they're the ones who broke up with them? Yeah, probably. I'd say so. Like I'd say, just, guys, if you're human. listening, talk about your feelings. Yeah, talk about your feelings. Talk about your feelings. No toxic masculinity allowed in here. No, no, It's a no, no toxic no, masculinity no. zone. We always revert back to like breakups. Are yeah, no, that's the only, that's like the only thing I know how to talk about. Yeah, I mean, I'm putting it out there. I'm putting vibes out there that like I can't hold a man, but like I can. It's just <laughs> can't hold a man down. I just I'm too nice. You know what? People take advantage of the fact that I'm too nice, and then that's kind of where the issue comes from. Maybe I need to toughen up a bit more and be more of a boss. More stern. Bitch. Yeah, I've no idea how to handle things. I like as we were saying in the last podcast it's much easier to get in relationships when you're younger but um even the people I've been seeing for the past while like I'm still mates with everyone I've been seeing for Mm. the past few months since April yeah I'd like to I'd like to hope that I'm still mates with people that I've been seeing but like I don't see why I wouldn't be do you know what I mean like I don't necessarily see them all the time but like if I texted them on Instagram they'd reply and like we'd have a chat that's I guess still friends but it is sometimes tough if you're if you were seeing someone or if you're like well like kind of seeing someone staying friends Mm -hmm. with them is a little bit difficult because like do you ever get like you feel like a little child like I know that like whenever I'm around a certain person that I like I used to like a lot I go quite smitten and I can't really you act so differently you sit there and you're like (laughs) around someone you like yeah yeah yeah, but like or someone that you used to have a thing with and it ended maybe it ended on their terms yeah 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 but like then again you you think back and you're like oh my god that person like saw me at my weirdest stage like we buzzed so well but now you sit beside them and you're like you're all shy so shy feeling Mm. shy yeah it's like don't say anything dumb I find it hard to like make eye contact with people I've had sex with and they don't like me back after that I like can't look them in the face I'm like I know you don't like me oh no no but I feel they've seen your bum so it doesn't matter they have seen my bum and you've seen their bum but I also I I think I have this like deluded uh 
level of confidence where I think that any person I've had sex with like still has some sort of feelings for me because it's nice you feel better about yourself if you just tell yourself that even though I'm lying to myself obviously mm. if I just tell myself that all the time being like oh no they still would have sex with me again yeah. one day it's delusional it's completely <laughs> delusional but like it's not hurting anyone no. except maybe for yourself but like <laughs> I'm the biggest delusional I, bitch ever I would prefer that like making myself think that these people um still have an interest in me rather than them being repulsed by me because oh then i just God. feel shit about myself that's my biggest fear that's yes, my same. fear that i'm like they're like, they're like repulsed by me and like i'm not surprised but you know what's so annoying the people that i think that like probably have farted on me as well and i'm like surely i should be repulsed by them yeah but i'm i always get that like paranoid feeling where like say even if you upload an instagram or something and that person doesn't like it you're like oh my god they think i'm so ugly yeah they're like they're like they get the shiver because like getting the ick is like i get the huge ick like the ick is just something that like someone could do one thing and i just get oh my god actually this is another reverting back to the farce so i was um oh my god so this person was like texting me loads right and like i wasn't seeing them um i'm gonna whisper I'm gonna wait what wait, type need, it on your phone because I, I don't know what you're trying to I say here to, i need to type it um uh one sec Oh God! Okay, so oh God. I, I need to type who I was talking about. <laughs> so basically, I wasn't really seeing this person. Like, I think I went on like like went for a drink with the person. Um, but anyway, he like would text me like loads, and that's fine. Um, I actually don't mind texting that much. Like, I enjoy it. But then it gets to a stage where it's like, okay, let's stop texting and just talk in person because you just are gonna lose everything to talk about. Mm. Anyway, we went, uh, and it wasn't really a date. We were like planning to hang out. Actually, it was a date. You know what? It was a date. Yeah. Now that I think about it. So he was also a DJ. And oh, it's all of them. It's always the DJ. No, but as well, at the same time, like everyone is a DJ as well. Oh yeah, everyone's, everyone's a DJ. Everyone is a DJ. Everyone's a DJ. I'm a DJ. Yeah, everyone's a DJ. <laughs> Apparently. I'm, I'm soon to be one probably. <laughs> but like, so... Oh my God, we should be a DJ duo. Oh. Who we got to teach us? Oh. We go back Marcus, to Marcus, Marcus. No, Ty. Ty, 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 Ty,
you at least have to pay some of it. Yeah, yeah. And I, as I said, like, I'm so... I get really awkward when people pay. Like, especially, like, if I'm on a date or something. Like, if they pay for things for me, I just shiver. I'm like... Ugh. But he... Yeah, so he... For the whole time we went for a drink, he was on his laptop. And then some of my friends joined us. And then we went to this event thing. So we get to the event thing. And he goes, yeah, I have no money, by the way. And I was like... Uh, and you know when people say, like, they don't have any money? It's like, they don't have a lot of money. But, like, I'm sure they can get a pint or something. He kept going up to the bar and being like, Emer, and like would like twitch his head and being like, like, get this, will you? And I was like, oh, oh Jesus Christ. my God. I couldn't believe my eyes. Like, I spent so much money that night. But anyway, this same person sent me a voice note being like, he'd always like send me just these really annoying voice notes and like would always like yawn in them and stuff like that. He farted in one, <laughs> in one voice note. No, in a voice in note. A vo- just delete it. Literally just delete it. He, and he goes, because he goes, he goes, oh yeah, I don't know if you heard that, but I just farted in it. Because I go, <laughs> I go here, like your microphone is so like annoying. It picks up every sound. I'm like, can you just like either step away from the phone when you send me a voice note? And he goes, oh yeah, I know. I just farted in that. I didn't know if you heard it. I was like, oh my guys, God. I'm cursed. You I'm cursed. cursed. I'm cursed. Like honestly, next person to ever go on a date with me, if you fart, that's it. I'm out. She's out. I'm out. Yeah, that should be your... You know what? I'm just going to do it back. Yeah, next time just fucking let like let one rip. <laughs> Big one. I go, how does it make you feel? Huh? <laughs> Sorry that happens sometimes. <laughs> fucking <laughs> absolute earthquake Nin. Oh my just to god. Make yeah, just to make tent. <laughs> oh my god. Actually, fuck, yeah. Speaking of um paying for stuff, there was a guy I was seeing and he texted me. He was at a party and I was like having a mini session in my house. And he texts me being like, oh, where are you, baby? He was like drunk calling me. And I was, you know, you get you feel like really wanted if someone's drunk calling you and drunk texting you. Yeah, so right. he's like, oh, I'd love to see you tonight, um, but I don't have enough money for a taxi to get out to you because he was really far away. He was like, yeah, about 45 minutes. And I, at the time, was like, oh, fucking, I'll pay for it. I don't care. Because I just expected him to like pay for stuff the next time you were out or something. Um, and I had paid for every single date before this because I don't know why, but for some reason, I just... I don't know. You get awkward. You're like me. I get you're awkward. Just like, Beep. And uh, yeah, I just paid. Yeah, I just paid for all the dates before this, but I just kept expecting him to like pay for the next one or whatever. So I paid for a taxi out to mine. So by the time he got to mine, it was like four in the morning, and I thought we were just like gonna, you know, have sex and go to bed. So he comes up. I was like, okay, I'm gonna go to bed, but he stays downstairs with the session with the other lads that were in the house, and they were like talking to each other. And also, my friends thought he was like thirty. <laughs> my friend was like Keelan what age is he and they said what age he was and they were like we genuinely thought he was 30 years old <laughs> he is def- most definitely not 30 anyway he came up to my room and he was like hey are you okay and I was like yeah I'm just really tired do you want to get into bed and he goes I think I'm going to go back to the other party I was at uh, but he was like but I don't have money so I literally just grunted at him and booked a my taxi for him to go back to the party. So I paid around 60 euro for him to come to my house to ask. Actually, no, while he was there, he asked if I had any numbers for Coke first. And I was like, no, I don't. I'm going to bed. I don't want to stay up all night. Uh, and he was like, oh, it's my only day off. Keeping in mind, it was during lockdown. So like no one had a job. We had a day off from nothing. And then, yeah, so I paid 60 euro for taxis for him to come to my house, ask for a number for Coke. And because I didn't have one, then he got a taxi back oh <laughs> to the God. party. Uh, I, I stopped seeing him then. I think I, yeah, I ghosted him after that, basically. Oh my God. Pretty bad. That's like, mo- like, I love sharing money. I'm so down for that. Like, literally, like, I don't, like, money is... 
obviously money is a lot, but like money is nothing. Like especially like best friends, me and Keelan. Like but like yo, we we would never like say, oh, you owe me two euro for the sausage roll like I got that, you yesterday. Nothing like that. But when it comes to a stage where like if you're with someone or like you're on a date and they depend on you to buy everything, and the thing is, I'm a sucker. I'm a soft bitch. I'm like, oh my god, you want like two hundred euro to get a tattoo? Of course I'll give you two hundred yeah, euro yeah, to, yeah, get, like, to get a tattoo. Like I remember uh, actually one of the people that I was going out with um that I reverted back to reverting back to the last podcast the narcissist mm. um he was going to like dairy or something to he was going to dairy to I don't know work and he forgot to um exchange his money so I don't know if this is a way of being like I didn't have any money um or he just yeah he basically just wanted money from me so he texted me and he was like hey any chance you could transfer me 50 euro and at the time I was working two jobs, kind of busting my balls for money anyway. And like 50 euro, I mean, it is a lot. That's mm. a lot. Like that is a lot. Well, at that young age. Like, at that in young your, age, in your early yeah. 20s, that yeah. is a lot of money. Of course yeah. it's a lot. Um, and I was like, yeah, no problem. And I replied because I was severely like in love with him, like meaning and just infatuated because he was a narcissist. But he, I re- texted him after I sent him the 50 euro. And I go, yeah, no problem. What's mine is yours. And he replied laughing face. Um, no, that's not what, that's not the case. But thanks anyway. I'll give what? it to you. Yeah. So like, why I, are you fuming? Like, Yeah. As in, like, no, that's not the case. And I was just like, wait, what? I literally just sent you money and you 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 turn it back on me after he got the money. Like, before I sent him the money, to, he was like, oh, yeah, like, thank you so much. Like, I'll send it back to you ASAP. Ugh. And then when I was like, yeah, no problem. What's mine is yours. Because we were in a relationship and obviously, like, sharing is caring. Mm. Like, I know that's kind of a thing with me anyway. What's mine is yours. Like, you literally can use anything me and Keelan share knickers yeah. like do you know what I mean it's yeah. what's mine is yours toothbrushes yep I'd share a toothbrush with you Keelan <laughs> <laughs> not uh, anyone else though. I'd share a toothbrush with you but yeah and he, he the minute he got the money he was like uh yeah no he that's... obviously felt emasculated uh, or uh, you know yeah but yeah. like and then I never got it back either but I would never of course of course I didn't I just want to of course I didn't of course I didn't get the money back but uh yeah I don't know I think it's when you like I'm as, as I said a sharer and I love sharing money mm-hmm. but it's like man don't go on a date with someone if you if you can't even buy them a pint like yeah. it's just a bit awkward and that sounds really like I don't know I feel like a bitch saying that because like this person is a like a lovely person the person that I was talking to about like the like I was buying everything for them oh, like yeah. lovely person like don't get me wrong but like that was just like the weirdest date experience ever because it's like it's not that I'm Mrs. Moneybags over here but like you can also have there's loads of options for free dates or really cheap ones yeah. where like you go to each other's houses and like paint something have a ca- well like that- remember i went on that date in dublin and we just like painted something yeah yeah yeah. and then went home yeah like, or you can just have money. a can outside yeah a can of fucking dutch gold one euro you up out of it Yo. but like you up out of it and sit on the canal but like if it's not dutch you're paying too much to yeah honest. exactly yeah mm. i don't know i think um like right i think healing what we need to do now yeah is we need to set our standards quite high. Yeah. Cause let's this, do that. Let's just do that. Because I'm sick <laughs> and tired of the farters, the heroin addicts, the cheapskates and the stealers. Yeah, I, I've been getting with absolute slime dogs as well. I realise, <laughs> like, I think they're real liberal, like, soft boys. And then if it comes out that they're, like, 
cheating they're actually cheating on their girlfriend with me oh, oh that's the there's worst. so many more stories but i'm actually like still friends with most of these people so i just wouldn't talk about it i don't understand why would you be in a relationship with someone if you can cheat on them or if like do you know this how like seeing two people at once but like intensely seeing them yeah it's like i don't get that it's like why bother like surely like unless you have a sex addiction and mm. that person yeah just stop stringing people along yeah and not man. being honest with them yeah or be honest from the start saying i'm still seeing other people just so you know mm. that's what i do if that's, i am yeah seeing people. Th- that's a, do you know what it's totally cool if you turned around to me and we were like hanging out and you were like hey like i still want to see other people but like i really enjoy your company like let's mm. still hang out because it's simple a, it's Simple. totally understandable that you'd want to figure out your feelings and see multiple people at once yeah. to figure out who you like the most. But if you're just not honest about it at the start, it's yeah. like deceiving. That's what I mean. Like, as I, I like, let me just backtrack. Yeah, you can see like multiple people, but just be honest about it. Especially if you're having se- regular sex and that's, if you've decided to stop yeah. using protection and stuff. Yeah, that's it. Then it's completely you always deceiving. Use protection, people, because you never know who they're actually like. Even if they're, it seems like they're only seeing you. They're probably not. They're probably not. Learn from us. Yeah, Just learn from learn our mistakes. Learn from our mistakes. It's actually so much, uh, like, I have so much more mental clarity just not actually being interested in dating anymore, to be honest. Because yeah. when you're clawing at it all the time, thinking, oh, I need to talk to the next person, I need to talk to the next person, which I, which, what I was like straight after my breakup, I needed to be seeing five different people for validation. Mm. But the moment I am just straight vibing, I'm chilling. Yeah, I'm, you are chilling. I'm absolutely chilling. I'm so happy about it. I'm going to be chilling after today because I feel like I've had a therapy session. Yeah. I needed, I had a little bit of a cry earlier. Yeah. I need that little cry just to mm. get it out of me and now I feel much better. But That's brilliant. Yeah, I think I'm just going to like... We're take, raising our standards. Take a step back and raise the standards, yeah. man. Like, no more Nothing, fighters. we're not accepting anything less than perfect. Yeah, but nothing less than... Like, even, like, Keelan, the way we talk about... You remember, like, last night when I went for a drink, right? Yeah. We like hadn't met the person, right? I say we as if we... yeah, it's like we're both dating him. <laughs> as if we're both dating him. But like, remember you were like, "Oh, he's so nice. He's making such an effort." This oh my thing. god, it literally was like not even an effort. No, and I was like, he wants to meet you now. He That's wants, so cute. Yeah, he wants to meet you for a drink today. That's so nice, making such an effort. And I was like, "You're dead right." You know what? That's a huge effort. <laughs> a huge effort to come and meet me for a pint. Are you having a laugh? Like, fuck's sake, man. <laughs> What have I come to? Oh, it's actually so bad. It is so bad. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, neither do I. And I would, like, fucking give my arm for some people. And now, looking back on when I was seeing someone, and I'd, like, send people gifts... Do you know, I actually am not going to talk about oh. it. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> but like, then I, it came out that they were like seeing someone else while seeing me. And now we're friends though now. But now I'm like embarrassed that I didn't even did that. Because <laughs> I was like, thought I was being really romantic and like putting effort in. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, no, oh, never mind. God, there's it was like, I actually like someone more than you though. I was just testing you out to see if I might like you more. Yeah, it's the whole... We're such tester girls. We are tester girls. Because we're the fun ones, but maybe we're not wifey material. Yeah, I I think people do get a little bit intimidated by me in some form. Do you know what (laughs) what runs through my head as well? Like, I remember (laughs) seeing... Well, I wasn't really seeing him. Anyway, um, and his mom referred to... And, like, I had met his mom, like, 
twice or something mm. but she referred to me as the tattoo girl right the tattoo girl oh yeah, yeah and yeah. it's like in my head i'm like oh my god are boys like embarrassed to like bring me home to their mommies because i have a mullet and covered in tattoos and now i have a face tattoo maybe so i feel like we are the tester girls it's like oh yeah the girls that we can have loads and loads of fun with and like drink with and, yeah like, but like not bring laugh, them home but don't bring them home oh my god normal girl by sizza just starts playing softly in the background yeah literally literally, literally. We are the epitome of that song. Fuck. Literally. But yeah, I mean, yeah, that's yeah, that's how I feel anyway. Well, I feel like I just need to be one of those, like, I don't know, I don't want to conform to the, um, what's it called? The uh, conventional beauty standard. But I feel like it's just girls with really silky, soft, straight hair and yeah. that don't have opinions. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, I don't know if that's sec- or misogynistic for me to say that girls are like that. But that's just the way I'm, I, fe- I feel like I have... I need to tone myself down That's to be liked. That's how I feel. because And it's so upsetting because even so guys upsetting. that I think would love a girl that's really confident and like secure in themselves. At the same time, I have a male gaze complex where there's guys in my life that I thought were like that, but then they go for girls who... Literally just, have no brain. <laughs> Literally no, are, I know, no but brain. then I feel like I'm being mean to the girl. You know, I want to be supportive of all women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I feel like guys go for girls who are just the complete antithesis of us yeah yeah that's that's another thing that like it's it's more you see these people and yeah exactly you think that they maybe are fake like the people that we're talking about that we're interested in yeah they give off these really fake vibes and they're like oh yeah i'm into this i'm into that but then go for like the stereotypical yeah for example here's an example of a guy that i was seeing he was really interested that i grow my armpit hair and i was like talking about how i don't shave my armpit armpits and then like his girlfriend now has like full body laser <laughs> you know what I mean yeah that's just an example yeah of something I'm talking about and he was like oh that's so interesting like yeah fuck it but then yeah what's so the I- craziest thing that you've ever done to try make a guy like you oh my god Tell there's me. so many like I when I was like around the age of 19 I would literally mold into people that I fancied so okay. I would completely change the way I dressed so there was a fir- the first guy that I liked I, I was absolutely insane when I was 19 I don't know what the fuck was going on but I dressed like the exact same as him I literally got the same haircut as him and then I said <laughs> but like for example the guy that I fancied first was an NCAD so it was like mad like artsy clothes you yeah. know like mad colours and all yeah. and then the next guy I liked was like uh, dressed like real mod so loafers and sweater vests and all okay. and I liked them around the same time so you could literally see the development in my style depending on who I was fancying <laughs> oh and my all God. my friends were like Keelan you're absolutely insane it was just I would mould into the person Yeah. but now I obviously know who I am and I don't want to go out with someone who's not you know into who I have to change myself for Yeah. but even when I was with my ex we would mould into each other but I think that's normal in that's a relationship because his friends were saying like oh geez you actually are starting to look alike because like we both had mullets and real dumb tattoos yeah. and we dressed the exact same but I think that's normal if you're especially because we were living together we were just like molding into the same person yeah no that's oh my god that's like me and uh, my ex Rex like we used to dress the same yeah like we used to like plan outfits for festivals and we'd like wear dungarees the first day and then we'd yeah. wear our tartan pants the next day I don't think I've done anything too wild to make a guy like me I, I haven't done uh, oh anything no. recently. I mean, I've dyed my hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was like, "I think he likes, I think he likes brunettes." I- <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, okay. I I was going out, venturing onto the dark side anyway, because mm-hmm. I was feeling a bit like, "Yeah, I need a drastic change." Like this person doesn't like me, and like I need to get over it. And like you know, 
girls and guys you change your hair or you get a tattoo and try to express yourself but like I'm naturally blonde and I dyed my hair black <laughs> and I'm like I'm now this is recently as well mm. and I'm now like blonde and I will stay blonde forever I'm never going back uh, brown but I think that's the most drastic thing I was like maybe he'll like me Aww. but like obviously didn't vocalize that I wasn't like oh yeah maybe he'll like me guys I dyed my hair for this but I remember I was telling my friend Carrie about it and she was like I, I think I was a bit drunk and I was like yeah I dyed my hair brown because I thought he liked brunettes Carrie <laughs> <laughs> goes I fucking knew it because <laughs> it was so unlike me but I haven't done anything too too drastic oh I think maybe like I used to pretend to, oh my god my stomach did you just hear <laughs> yeah. that um I think I've pretended to like be into their same interests a lot like my ex I haven't done uh, yeah I haven't done that recently um I did pretend to like techno for a year I <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I realized how, uh, someone said to me recently Ellie goes yeah Ellie was like Keelan I have no idea what your music taste is and I was like yeah that's because I only started listening to music that I actually like probably three months ago <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yeah so because it was just but it was because I lived over a rec or worked over a record shop though and I was listening to all these things that he'd suggest to me yeah. so I would kind of be like I'd be interested I do like them but it wouldn't be my choice of music and obviously you know I only listen to like real sad girl music yeah like, so sad girl um, but no I've never I haven't uh, changed my interest for guys but I've noticed guys do it for me and like pretend they're into stuff especially the poetry thing which I actually don't find attractive I find it really really unattractive if it's so uh, fe like feigned interest in something yeah because it's so forced like I prefer if we had completely opposite interests so they can teach me about what they like and I can teach them what I like yeah rather than them pretending that they are interested in the stuff I do I don't know. Yeah, I haven't done it, I mean, in a while, especially since moving to London. I've really, really, I think I've blossomed in some way. Like, even getting the mullet, <clears throat> it's not a proper mullet, but, like, it's getting there. Mm. Like, Sam's going to cut it when you get home. I think back in Dublin, I, I, prob I wanted to do it a lot sooner and I wanted to go more drastic, but I was so worried that I was going to, like, bump into some, some of these, these guys that I used to fancy or yeah. I was worried what these guys are going to think of me and, like, oh, they're not going to see me as sexy anymore. But now over here, like, I fucking, I'm going to get a gold tooth, by the way. Like, I'm getting a gold tooth. I got a face tattoo, half a mullet now, and I don't care. I yeah. really don't care. If you like me, you like me. If I intimidate you because I'm actually cooler and more masculine than you then that's fine <laughs> but like at this stage i'm just like if i want to wear a tracksuit to a date i'm gonna wear a tracksuit fucking to a date yup, over. fucking yup fucking yup yup over okay i'm gonna leave it there because i need to piss so bad <laughs> uh thanks so much for listening bye uh, bye love you love yous <laughs>